Hey guys, it's Jazz here with another episode of Daily Journey with Christ. Today is Monday, April 17th, and it is the day before my written finals for my veterinary technology program begin tomorrow. I have six to write from now until next Monday. So in total, I have about 18 hours worth of exam papers, or I guess exam content, I should say exam content to study for, which is a lot, especially when you're studying a degree that has so much medical terminology, but I know it will be worth it in the end, and the one thing I promised myself and I prayed to God about the other day is just being able to prioritize time for him still and prioritizing time for me and my mental health and my spiritual health, and I think that's kind of why God put doing this podcast back on my heart, that it's not even just for others it's literally at the end of the day for me because I'm someone who I need to kind of talk things through out loud to kind of truly get it off my chest of what I'm feeling and I just kind of felt led to do this and so yesterday I started reading in Ephesians chapter 1 and today I'm going to read in Ephesians chapter 2 and kind of see what this all says to us and see what God has to say Um, A small bit about Ephesians is it's pretty well broadly saying that we're all dead in our sins and that um, transgressions against God that we have. Um, But like, it'll make more sense when I actually read it all. But kind of, kind of what Ephesians chapter two is actually saying, it's like broadly says that we were all dead in our sins and transgressions against God. But those of us who believe um, have been made alive in Christ by God's grace um, for his glory. It is, um, it's a transformation that should shake our hearts and minds to cherish God and to live our lives in a pleasuring manner towards him. And I think this is what's so important to remember um, when it comes to this week, especially with exams I have because I have one tomorrow, two on Wednesday, one on Thursday, one on Friday, and then my final one next Monday. But I just want to prioritize me time is I want to make sure I stay afloat and don't drown as soon as this all is over. Drown during this is burnout is real and I do not want to hit that burnout again. I will make a note is you probably are hearing some background noise. Um, I live above a mechanic shop and so they're still working in the mechanic shop right now. And so some of the stuff I'm hearing is just them making a bunch of noise. They're cleaning up currently from their very busy day that they're having. But hopefully they're not too loud while I read into God's word here. But if they are, I apologize. So Ephesians chapter 2, it reads, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live in that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy, and he loved us so much, that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. 
So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and his kindness towards us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promises God had made to them. You lived in the world without God and without hope. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when in his own body on when in his own body on the cross he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of law with the commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from two groups. Together as one body Christ re reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross, and our hostility toward each other was put to death. He put this good news of peace to the Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near him. Now, all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. Together, we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and the cornerstone of Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him because a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his Holy Spirit. And that is Ephesians chapter 2. I think what's really important that's kind of being put on my heart right now is all of us are like the Gentiles. Is we have this natural thing to be far from God. And God and Jesus did this all for us so we could come close to him. And I think it's what's important of this is to realize is the Gentiles had done so much stuff that wasn't necessarily godly it was sinful as mentioned at the beginning is like once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins and this applies to all of us now is we've all done things that we aren't necessarily proud of we've done things that kind of hold us back from being the people god wants us to be but at the end of the day that's the devil talking and it's not allowing us to grow the seeds and flourish with what God has put in us is because the devil's trying to tear those down from us and no matter what you've said no matter what you've done is if you are confessing those sins and you can admit that 
Jesus Christ died for you and that he is our savior, then that's what you need to come to the God of the kingdom of God. And it is work. Don't get me wrong. It's not something that just happens overnight and it's something you need to work towards. And just like any everyday relationship you have here on this earth is relationships aren't easy. It's something that you have to work towards to grow the relationship, but also that you have to um, realize it's not only you. Is There's so much more to the world than just me and my thoughts. And that applies so much here to God's world. Is Like it says here in verse 17, it says, He brought this good news of peace to you Gentiles who were far away from him, and peace to the Jews who were near. Because both of these groups of people had their own things and God did something for them. And I think that's what's important to realize is no matter what you have done, no matter what you have thought, no matter what you have said, there is a place for you in God's kingdom at the, at the table. And it's just actually going for it. And it took me a long time to... It took me a long time to actually get there and yeah without without going into much detail it's just more like being a teenager going through everything the world throws at you is teenage years are probably the most susceptible time for the devil to get into your head maybe as a child it's there but if you learn how to create those fundamental fundamental barriers and those skills to handle coping and anything the world throws at you is having Jesus and having God is just the thing that gets me through the le- the troubles every day because I've gone through my hardship and I'm not saying my hardships are worse than anyone else's because everyone's hardship is hard enough for them own selves and it's not my job to compare or judge it's my job to love and support and be compassionate for whatever they're going through and I pray that along anyone else who might be feeling that um but yeah that's kind of what I'm thinking about all this is I think moral of the story is what I'm getting from this is I'm like the Gentiles is I was once an outsider and now I'm part of God's kingdom and it takes a lot lot to get there um to be truly there it's easy enough to say I'm part of it but to actually act upon it and think upon it um, and not just be what some of us references Sunday Christians I think that's what is the most important to realize that you want to grow your relationship with God outside of the church other than just on Sundays but I am gonna conclude this off with a prayer for the night and get some good night's rest for my final tomorrow Hey God, I just want to thank you for the marvelous day you've given me is you have been by my side, pushing through, uh, keeps encouraging me to do what I can for your kingdom. If that's around school, if that's in school or whatever, whatever you've put on my heart, I just pray that you're able to give me the peace and reassurance that those thoughts and feelings are actually from you and that I want to share the good news that you've done God and you've done so much good for me God is just like the Gentiles I was far from you and 
I thank you for bringing me closer to you. And I know there's always room to grow, always room to improve of how I'm thinking and feeling. But I just want to realize and thank you that the importance of Jesus dying on the cross for us and realizing that we are God's masterpiece and that we we were made in your image of how you wanted and it's the sin of the world that's broken it all down God and I just want to pay, pray for peace and reassurance and hope and strength for those people who might not know what the world has right now and wondering what is the purpose and wondering and just questioning and realizing that there's a whole world out here of you and what you can do for these people and just like in that movie Jesus Revolution the other day is find the people who are lost because I just pray that you're able to guide me to those people who are lost and I know it's sometimes hard for me God to be in an environment where I don't have a whole lot of Christians but I know what it's like to be in a world and not have you and so to be able to plant those seeds in people's hearts are what's super important to me Please be with me as I write my exams this week. Give me the strength and courage and the knowledge of where to find the information that I've studied in my brain. Because at the end of the day, the information's in my head and in my heart. But it's your strength to be able to give me the strength and courage to actually stay calm, stay grounded, and be able to do what I know you and I both know I'm able to do. Thank you for a great day. And... Thank you for everything that you've done for me in this day. In your name I pray. Amen. So that concludes today's message in Ephesians. But join me tomorrow as I read into Ephesians chapter 3. But for now everyone, good night.